Edge, uh, Walker from the Titans, uh, Demarcus Walker from Titans. Got Nate Billings, uh, Justin Jones is still there. And then we picked up two D tackle from Florida, Dexter Rocker, and another one from South Carolina, uh, Zach Pickens, who's been both been showing and improving throughout training camp and preseason. So, hey, we got we got young veterans, every young and veterans everywhere. So, um, don't don't sit there. I hear a lot of people comparing us to like the Eagles. We're not the Eagles. We did not win eight games last year. We're not the Eagles. And don't expect us to just shoot up. Now, my on a good year, I, like if everything goes well and I expect them to come out how I expect, they can win 10 games. YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on every platform. The CBNK Show, because it is what it is. Look, we're going to come to you. We have an amazing episode. We brought back an amazing guest. I really want to cover the inner workings of sports entertainment. So we're going to go there. We're going to go there. We're going to cover about the new cast, you know, because it's been about a week. And Undisputed, and I've enjoyed the new Undisputed cast, right? Rachel Nichols, Keyshawn Johnson, Playmaker Michael Irvin, Richard Sherman, and every now and then a cameo from Little Wayne, Little Tunchi. It has been exciting, but can it last? We're going to cover that. We're also going to cover the little beef between Ryan and Tua because it's just hysterical. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to go for the top 10 athletes in the NFL. But if you want to keep seeing amazing content like this, you know what you got to do? Subscribe, YouTube, CBM. Hey, what is your problem? Hit share, like, the notification bell. Bing. Do it today and where all your podcasts are seen, heard, and felt. So I have with me a special guest. He's been on here several times. The one, the only, Steve O Speaks. Steve O, how you doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing good. How are you? Man, I'm here, brother. It's Thursday. You know, I appreciate you. Last time we connected, we had a little Charles Barkley impersonation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. So I enjoyed it, man. Had to bring you back on because I want to cover. I want to cover this. There's been a lot of rumblings. Um, there's going to be a shakeup. I feel like sports entertainment is the last frontier of true entertainment. Right, not staged, still competitive, still aggressive, all the things I like. And in sports entertainment, Undisputed has a new cast. It's no longer Skip, Shannon, and whoever else was their third party because they had three moderators, or three or four, depending on, right? Yeah, four, right? (laughs) Right. You never know. You really never know. No, just depends on who who they're. We're placing uh, at that time. No, yeah, you're right. More than four. Because I yeah. think Joy Taylor uh, moderated for a little bit. But they have a new bona fide set. Keyshawn, 
Michael Irvin, Richard Sherman, and Skip Bayless, Lil Tunchi, Lil Wayne, and Rachel. Mm-hmm. But others have been on. Uh, not Dak Prescott. <laughs> not that. What's the name? Big nah. Emmanuel Manny Acho. He's been on there. It seems like Skip is controlling the world box of FS1. Is it too little or is it too late? I, like, first of all, when they first came out with this cast, I was sitting like, okay, hold on, that's a lot of voices. That was the first thing I was like. So, um, I, I, I ain't gonna say it's too late. It, 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 just, it just started. Um, I just, I think, first of all, the chemistry got to build. That's the first thing I got to say about this. Because the first episode, everybody, the whole clip was going around talking about he couldn't get a word in. I was like, that was more of them not getting a podcast etiquette or just a TV etiquette. So um, even though all of them been to TV, it's different when all them alpha males get together. So, yeah, it just, I think it's just going to take time, but. It's almost like a, a football team. After a certain amount of weeks, you can tell how it's going to go. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think right now they're kind of in their locker room phase. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying to figure out what style matches with what style. Uh, Richard Sherman is dominating. So is Michael Irvin. Uh, but Michael Irvin and Keyshawn, that's a lot. Michael Irvin, Keyshawn, and Richard Sherman. Richard, right. Rich, a whole different type of a lot. And Mark, like you said, Michael Irvin can literally go on and have a sermon for five minutes. So, like, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's a lot of big personalities, a lot of big voices, and it, it, you just got to learn each other because, like you said, if you don't have all those together at once like that, hey, y'all got to learn how to take turns up with that because it was just a lot of clutter. A, a lot. lot of clutter. A lot. You know what? You know what it reminds me of is when teams try to build super teams, but they just start throwing random names together. And they'd be like Shaq, Carl Malone. You know, like yeah. that it be, it, it, I call those look good on paper. They look good on paper. Now, I'm personally, I'm a big fan of Michael Irvin. Uh, Michael though needs to. You got to have like a, a almost uh, even kill balance because Michael's going to bring it all the time, but it's always going to come back to Dallas. Uh-huh. Richard Sherman is great, uh, but Richard Sherman is going to, as the, the police siren goes by, uh, <laughs> Richard Sherman is going to uh, Sherman it. And what I mean by that, you know, the big eye expressions, the uh-huh. the, the, you know, the constant, I won't say he, he picks at Russell Wilson, but, you know, he's going to make it. Ooh, I would. <laughs> He's going to make it a cornerback's argument, and then Keyshawn is going to be Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Literally, Keyshawn is going to be Keyshawn, and Keyshawn felt like he uh, he 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 got that. Like I'm not going to say like he just so full of himself, but he gives it off like he just knows everything. And um, I'm surprised to be honest. <clears throat> people haven't really taken like. It negatively because I like just certain faces he make and the way he says certain things. I feel like certain people like if they weren't professional would be like, so "What you trying to say? Like, why are you saying like you know?" He gives that off, and to be honest, quite in, in their own way, everybody on this cast gives it off in a certain oh. types of ways. So like, yeah, it just 
it, it's going to take a lot. To be honest, I was one of those people that was like, okay, it look good on paper. I'm not going to sit there and act like this is just the new thing. Like, they're going to last. Like, you can look a year from now, and this stuff could be totally broke up. So, um, yeah, like, I'm not going to sit there and say it's going to be a success. It has the potential to be, but um, it's up to them. It's up to them gaming that either gaining that chemistry or even because at, at this point, it's like, okay, sometimes chemistry just come and then sometimes it, you can like grow with it. And then I don't know. And it's, I don't know. So as of late, I can't say it's not instant. So we got to see if it's going to grow with them. That's true. That's true. I, I would say knowing Skip's history, the potential blow up, blow up and blow out is going to be with Keyshawn. Yeah. Then it's going to be with Michael Irvin. You think it, uh, to be honest, I might it might be Richard. Richard was the first person I was like, oh, he want Richard? Like, I feel like that whole segment with him. I feel like he'll pick on Richard because from a physical stature, he's not as opposing as Keyshawn and Michael Irvin. You talking about people both over 6'3". I mean, I mean he's 6'3", too. Sherman's 6'3", too. He a real 6'3"? Yeah, he was a, he was a big corner. That was what I wanted to think about his game. He was a huge corner. Let's play this clip and let's review it. See how this week has uh, transpired. Oh, As most of you know, Richard Sherman and I once had an infamous clash on ESPN 11 years ago. Uh, Roddy White on Twitter. So here we go. And you're about to get mic'd up, hooked up audio wise. And you have your earpiece in. And I can see you in the monitor. But you don't yet have your microphone. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm-hmm. Now give me your side. Skip, I was getting I was getting mic'd and I could hear you in my ear vamping. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big time respect guy. So you say I got into this controversy. I usually don't start them, but I'm, I'm happy to finish you. You, you, you run your mouth. Uh, Tom yeah. was talking that game. So yeah. I talked. Uh, Revis was talking, you know, got on Twitter, got on a rant. So then I'm going to talk. I'm going to put the numbers out there. I'm going to put the facts. You, can argue with you were a numbers guy. I'm a numbers you guy. had the numbers yeah. to back up your case. I got the numbers to always back up my case. If I ain't got the numbers, I'm probably not making a case. And so all I can hear is the disrespect in my ears. If I'm sitting there like, not even like, hey, he's in the same ballpark or, you know, he's coming on or he's like, he's not even in the same stratosphere. I said, so this is to me um, a prelude to what's to come. You know, I'm glad they addressed it, right? Um, can they both keep their egos in check? Because Skip, particularly when it comes to NFL, now, thankfully, this season, Tom Brady's not playing, so he really doesn't have a dog in the fight, and he knows the Cowboys are not ready, right? So he's not going to pull on the on the, the cape of uh, Tom Brady. But... Skip is going to be Skip. And if Richard senses an uppercut, right, or a low jab, he's going to address it live. You know, he's not going to take the high road because Richard wants the smoke. Is this a setup for failure? That's why I was leaning to when I first heard Richard coming on. I was like, I don't know. Because, like, one thing we know about Richard he ain't backing down for nobody. And if he sniff any type of diss coming on, he going to say something. And, 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 you know, like, to be honest, I, I, 
you're going to see. I'd be surprised if you don't see a segment like they did, like they just going on to. I don't know if people know the segment, but they was going at it. And he was like, "Skip, you know the, you know the, the things players do. You never played. You always talking stuff. You never play such 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 stuff. That's bound to happen, especially with them two. You're just two petty people that uh that are petty, and they always gonna do it, and then." We seen how he is on the field. He's just competitive, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna be just as competitive at TV. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And ten years later, um, even though they're both in different spaces, it's still the same animal. And Richard is going to let Skip know when Skip steps out of pocket. I feel like this is a setup for failure. I want to cover this. This has been hilarious. I don't want to be like hilarious. I mean, I think it was taken out of context. Obviously, Ryan Clark made a comment about Tua not being in shape. Tua said that muscle, right? Because Tua is trying to protect his body. We all saw what happened last year in the NFL. And, you know, Ryan, I think being Ryan, you know, something shouldn't be said on camera, but it was it was lighthearted, right? Uh, Tua responded, you know, uh, and then Ryan apologized. And it was one of those things that, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, he wasn't, Ryan was not attacking to his character, to his heart, his ability, his skill set, uh, his belonging in the NFL. It was uh, a body reference. Tua came back and said he's been out of the NFL too long to basically make that comment. But Lou Young, who is hilarious, no. um, this little skit, <laughs> I want to just talk about it. We'll, we'll review it here. Oh, John, who the fuck this fucking guy, Ryan Clark, bro? Talking shit about me, bro. Talking about banning wig, bro. Who the fuck's banning wig? <laughs> hey, hey, so. That's it's, how it's the accent. I think that's what's doing it. Bro, that's how those Samoans talk, for real, though. Yeah. Like, that's the funny part. Like, I've never heard somebody try to attempt. Like a Samoan accent, and when he first signed, I'm like, bro, he sounded like a West Coast Samoan. Like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it it it's it's funny, and I think both yes. sides can say Lou Young, I'm saying both of them are funny, right? And then eating popcorn on the couch while watching Ryan Cart, like that's funny. Uh, it's a little, it's a low blow shot, but I don't think there's anything harmful that Ryan said, or even the response that Tua gave. Here's where I think you got to stand on what you do. You can't backtrack the comment. You can't make a Twitter. You can't make a written and a verbal video. Saw the apology from Ryan. I get it from a professional standpoint that was needed. But then kind of say, hey, look, you know, I fed my family through violence. I understand how to make it out here. You know, I wasn't trying to harm you. But if I offended you, because it was like, it was like an apology, but it wasn't an apology. But it was like, hey, look, you know, just in case my boss says something, I already have this in the pocket. You know, it just seemed false, right? And it's like you're doing it to cover, but there was nothing to cover. You didn't do anything defamatory. You didn't um, slander his name or his ability. All you said is Tua look a little bit out of shape. And, you know, I, I don't know, camera angles, you know, it – you know, yeah, just Tua look like heavier. Yeah, but not like fatter. I mean, he's probably worked on adding muscle. 
But, you know, because you don't see, like, you know, Tua working out with The Rock or anything like that, you know, it's like, well, is Tua, Tua really exercising? What are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, at first, I was, like, kind of feeling how you felt. But then I kind of understood why he apologized. Because at the same time, for one, I think he was looking from at the aspect of everybody was shocked for him to even, uh, Tua to even say anything because he don't say nothing. So it was like... I think everybody was like, first thought was like, dang, yeah, you, you kind of offended him because he don't say nothing. He's not more nine times out of 10. He's not going to really bring it up, bring anything up. He's just going to go about his business. And then you just think back from his whole time from Alabama to now getting drafted. Uh, is he too small? Like, is he does he have the physical capabilities to do so? He dealt with an injured hip coming into the league. Um that that notorious hit he had in Alabama. So, and they come into the league last year having them concussion problems. Everybody talking about how frail he looks and everything. How now he's to the point where everybody's like, okay, it went to a point. It got so serious. Like, dude, dude, this dude even want to? Is it good for this dude to keep playing football? And he like, bro, all right. I'm not, maybe I should get bigger. So I'm going to start taking judo. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to learn how to fall. I'm going to start lifting weights so I can prepare my body to take the punishment I've been dealing with. And then I get to this point now that I'm starting to, it's to physically look bigger. And then you come out making jokes. It's like, dude, can I catch a break? Yeah. That's what I feel. It was like, dude, it's it, it almost like a boiling point. Like, bro, y'all always talking crazy. Now I do what y'all say and y'all still talking crazy. So he's like, nah. I'm his Samoa came out. No, nah, bro, you keep talking like I'm not tough, bro. We gonna do it, bro. <laughs> I, my my uncles, they we going in a bag and we fight so we could, like he said, we could get scrappy. It did say we could get scrappy. <laughs> we could get scrappy, and I think, like I said, like I told you before, we press, like we were press record, like or go live. I was like, his, his inner as a black man, he, we already on attack when it comes to masculinity, so we don't want to let any type of things slide by us. So I think he was genuinely apologizing because he realized how it came off and how it felt if he was too or dealing with everything he dealt with. But he still just put it out there like, yeah, I'll scrap though if you still want to scrap. So, but I think it was a genuine apology though. Yeah, I think it was a, I, I think it was a needed apology. Genuine yeah. maybe, but needed. Uh, but like you said, I think Tua has been defending his place um, going to the Miami Dolphins when they really didn't have anybody mm-hmm. in a bad situation. Uh, Bowles, yeah, right when he came there, his coach was trying to get rid of him, said Tua wasn't the person, and then accused the organization of racism, then gets fired. They bring in McDaniels, and, you know, like, Tua's at a re- – that's a really shaky environment, and then to hear this – you know, probably would send you over the edge, right? Considering everybody already has either Patty or Joe Burrow a, a dead lock for next year, and then Jalen uh, Hurts being a third. Uh, we're going to get back into a quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. 
www.cvmkglobal.store. Guys, I got the protein with me transform. I want you to get it. I want you to help yourself. Help you. Help you. Help you. Help today. You. Right. <laughs> you can CVMK for 15% off. This is sale going on. You could get, I think, 20 or 30% off. You got to go on the website to find out. www.cvmk. C. Cody Vernon Marshall, CVMK Global dot store. Look, uh, back to Ryan Clark. Funny, just won an Emmy, right? He is mm-hmm. broadcaster of the year. Sky's the limit. And I think that I'm not saying feeling them. So I, I think that it creates leverage, right? I've noticed that Ryan Clark is becoming a bit more emboldened to really share his views from a non, what I would say, academic side. And there's nothing wrong with that because commentators do it all the time. Should there be, or or, or is it healthy for analysts to comment on athletes um, in this type of fashion? Um, I mean, yeah, no, because like I, I think he's getting to the point where he's starting to realize like at this point we're not he's not getting necessarily just paid for his analytic side. It's him as a personality. So he's getting to a point now where he's just allowing his real personality to shine. Right. And um I don't think people like I mean, of course, the, uh, the the sports world that watch him on a regular, they kind of understand his joking ways and the way he go about things. But to other people, he's still kind of fairly new to the social media TV game. So it's like I don't think everybody really quite understand. Like versus like a, a Stephen A. Smith, you just understand where he coming from. Like for the most part, like he's this is understandable. The big names, the Skip Baylesses, you you understand. From him, I don't think it's still a, a new, a newish way. He on a podcast. He, to be honest, he's everywhere. Like he, he's yeah. all over ESPN, different type of shows, podcasts here and there. So um, I think he he just getting to a, a a space where he's trying to push the personality and um, like not so much going into the analytical part, which is how it is. To to make your mark on it is you got to know your stuff. And that you got a piece of personality, and then once that goes, usually your personality takes over the show, and that's what makes you the main attraction to why he's one of the most known dudes right now. But yeah, I think it's a way like to, to say like no, he shouldn't, but like it's sports is going to happen, jokes and stuff is going to happen. So to what to, to what I would say to respond to that, I would just like prepare for a tour situation to happen. Everybody's not going to sit there and be jokey jokey with you. Right. And like, and that's one thing I, I think I, that's why I look up to Stephen Day so much because even if he said it now to like, even now, like, I understand when I, the times I got personal, it was wrong, mm-hmm. but I was ready for it. And I, I think that's one thing people, I, I don't like, I don't think he's where he's, he's going to run into it. But I noticed that a lot of people, when they show their personality and they try to do everything, they're not ready. For that feedback coming back towards them right. as they're giving out, right? Stephen A. Condition to take it. 
He can. He'll come up on your podcast too. He went on Paul George's yeah, podcast. And Ryan Clark is another one. I feel like if he go do this certain things, he could dish it and take it. Yeah, he can't. I feel like Ryan will roll up on you. Like you'd be like, look, no, I'm, Ryan will. That's the Ryan one thing. On you, man. That's the one thing. I, when I was, I was like, the first thing I got to my stuff, I was like, I right, too. He real scrap with you. Like he not playing. Like right. he really you look up, you look up Ryan Clark highlights tapes. He popping everybody he see, and he the smallest mug on the field. Right. Hey, and then Lou just Lou Young, Lou Young didn't make it any better with the. He's like, man, I'm smoking, bro. And then he kept singing Moana. That's what it got ignorant, bro. He's Moana. <laughs> we have come up. I, right. I threw my phone. I threw my phone. Hey, hey, hold on, drive it. Hold on, I'm my best word to that. Hold on. What I do on that? Yeah, the press conference was the funniest part. Yeah. Stop it. Stop, Stop it. it. Combination. Like domination. <laughs> My Samoan background, like we we don't take lightly to threats. Mm-hmm. We're naturally big bonded. That's that's we're gonna keep we're gonna keep this up, bro. Like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Lou, Lou is the bull for this. You keep it up, bro. Like, keep it up. All right, so let's go to the top NFL ranking. We put out a list: top hundred athletes. This is the top ten: Patrick Mahomes. Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurst, Nick Boza, Travis Kelsey, Joe Burrow, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Micah Parsons, and Chris Jones. Is there anything wrong with this list? Yep. What? Um, I love you, Jalen Hurst, but you are not better than Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. How are they not on this top list? he's, He's not better than Joe Burrow, but he is better than Josh Allen. I ain't seen him throw for five thousand yards. Not arm wise, not arm wise. Uh, uh, leading wise, I like, mean that was one year. That was one year. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I mean, mean, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to sit here and disrespect Jalen Hurst in no stretch degree. He did. He right. did. He had an amazing season. It was a Super let's Bowl. Get to, but let's get this straight. It was a season. He could fall flat on his face this year. It's possible. It could. It's, it's, I'm just saying, know. like, the reason I, I will pick that way in the ranking because I go off of uh, the, the durality of your career, not just what have you done last year. I think a lot of these rankings is what have you done last year, and I'm like, you can't really do it that way. Well, I mean, if you do that, then Nick Boza is definitely not number four. Uh, right. You know, Justin Jefferson, okay, two, I'm okay with that. Burrow should be two or three. Yeah. Uh, Justin should be maybe swapped. Um Travis I'm not too upset. Should be higher. You said who should be higher? Travis should be higher. Should be Travis definitely should have been higher. Travis should have probably been in the top five. Yep. And then Michael Parsons should have been number six. Michael Parsons, yep. You know, uh, but, you know, I think relevancy, they call it, you know, re- uh, recent biases. Uh, Chris Jones in the top team? Yeah, I saw that. Over, over, um, there, over Arnold, over, uh, uh, from the Rams. Uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, yes. Aaron Donald's actually number eleven, which I don't know how Chris Jones outranked. I think because he got hurt. That's that's it. But over a career span, Chris Jones is not number ten. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I won't say that, but I like Chris Jones. He's definitely nice. But top ten, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just you could put. I mean, Chris only, is top twenty. Yeah, top fifteen. Yeah, I put 15. him top fifteen. Yeah. Is there only one wide receiver in this one? Yeah, it's it's just Justin. I I, I love Justin. I, I still love. I don't get me wrong. I think he's probably one. He probably the second. He, 
He's not better than Adams yet. He's not better than Devontae Adams. Monte. Like I, I'm stop, I'm tired and and, and this saying something because I can't stand people that used to be Packers. But get that man. He ain't bro. When it comes to the wide wide receiver position for the the way he's been doing it all these years at his age, right? And still currently, I don't. But Justin, there's no better wide receiver better than him. Who's who's throwing the ball to uh, Devontae? Uh, right now would be Jimmy. Garoppolo. Right, Jimmy G. Right, G- right. That's what I'm saying. That's what hurts. That's what hurts Devonte. Not that he still got over a thousand, eleven hundred yards last year with like more than one quarterback. That's true, but that's the issue. Is like G- Devonte can't depend on a quarterback's consistency. And then Justin, I mean, can you say that for Justin? It's Kirk Cousins. It is. <laughs> it's like he- that almost makes Justin argument. I mean. Kirk kind of Kirk. Kirk good. He just not great. He just yeah. He, he not even. He he just he good to. It's time to be good. If you know what I mean. Yeah, he he doesn't have. I give you the the it factor like that. Yeah, like that. He's, just, he's a he's a, a yeah. certified game manager, which is not a disrespect. That's just what he is. He's what Jay Cutler should have been. Yeah, but Gabe J was a gunslinger, so <laughs> right. But the yeah. problem is Jay had an arm, and he liked yeah. to use it, and never made you think that man Jay could throw for five thousand yards. Yeah, Jay, he should have. The way if Jay cared, he could have been a great quarterback. <laughs> That's the whole thing. If he cared, but he didn't. Jay didn't care, man. Jay Jay said on that. I remember he said on that playoff game on that bike, like I'm not going back in <laughs> in Philly. Bro, no, I'm not doing it. Hey. <laughs> Jay said, hey, I'm not going. Okay, what y'all say? Wasn't that the year after he got hurt? Yes, but that's when they had Brandon Marshall, bro. We almost won with, what was it, Caleb? We had McCown. Yeah, Josh. Josh McCown, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jay was like, hey, look, not today. (laughs) I'm not going in this cold. I'm good. (laughs) He's not having it. He did not care. But, yeah, like, uh, I, I. like to go back to it, like don't get me wrong, Justin Jefferson. If you got him as one, I'm not like tripping. Yeah. Like I had somebody try to tell me, like, bro, Tyreek is a way better route runner than Devontae Adams. I'm like, you're not watching football. You're not really sitting down to watch him. He has more uh, athleticism. I don't know about a that's route it. runner. Uh, yeah. Speed. That, that and that's why. I, that's what I. I I've been, I killed him on that whole argument with him because I was like, bro, you don't realize he don't need to run routes perfectly because he's so fast. So right. he never worked on perfecting crisp routes. And then when it comes to route tree, he definitely don't have as many routes as Adams or JJ. So and then and then like I said, and I take away he's my third best wide receiver in the league. But like, see, people were saying that he was a better route runner than Adam Lovelace, bro. Watch some tape, and I'm not talking highlights. Watch tape. Watch the tape. <laughs> we'll be back in a quick word for our sponsors. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. 
Y'all get it today. What y'all waiting on? I took it this morning when I hit arm superpower www.cbmkglobal.store. When we come into the beginning of a season, there are a lot of expectations. I had a great conversation this morning. I was on the treadmill, going at it. Walking, not running, I was sleeping. And um, <laughs> and I'm talking about um, the NFL and what to expect. And we were going over the Bears, you know, because 4,500 yards is the projection. You know, this is, this is, the argument is this is Justin Fields' year. And I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering, have we overlooked like maybe maybe even with the ro- the shaky roster that the Bears have and it's shaky it's not solid if somebody says it's solid they're lying it's not solid they're in a weak division they're shaky at best but they're better they're just a better shaky right are we looking at the new face a uh, new coming of an athlete or are we looking at another Vince uh, Young, Cordell Stewart type. I will say no, because uh, like I like I said, I, um, for the people that's worried about Justin, first of all, coming into what he came into, like I've told people, it's probably the worst situation in history for a quarterback to come into. I can't think of no quarterback that's been in a worse situation. Not. Uh, what's the dude with the head? Uh, he's got a brother, Eli brother, Peyton. Peyton, yeah. Yeah, not Peyton, not Tom, like none of them. Like everybody was in, like even, like, even though people like to say Pat, I'm like, Pat was in a great situation. Y'all just don't realize it. He was in a perfect situation. So, um, I to me, for one, this is my breakdown when it comes to Justin Fields. Like I said, I've been watching Justin Fields since he was about 15 years old. One, he's always been mindset a passer. Mm-hmm. That's one. That's number one. So coming into the his first few years in the NFL is pretty foreign to not completely. He ran and he ran for a considerable amount in high school, but once he got to Ohio State in Georgia, he was pretty much thrown. He was pretty much picking up pack a pocket passer. He wasn't even rolling out like that. He could, but he wasn't. So um, you had that, and then um, he got put into a situation where the O-line was terrible, and the best player he had on his team was a three, which is Darnell Moody, maybe a two. Yeah. And then he got hurt, and then it was like, okay, what can, what's one thing we know how to do? Run. Okay, huh? Justin, we're going to run. And it was never out of necessity. It was out of survival last year. It was literally out of survival. And then once that happened, once we switched that up in week seven, we were scoring like 28 points a game after that. Listen to this lineup. Chase Claypool. um, DJ. DJ Montgomery. Vellis Jones Jr. Darnell Mooney. DJ Moore. I said Montgomery, but DJ Moore. um, And Tyler Scott and Equinemius St. Brown. Trash. Right. 
And I'm looking at the, but I'm looking also at the rounds drafted or not rounds, but years of experience. Nobody over ten, so we got a nice young core. But <clears throat> when you look at kind of some of their programs uh, that these athletes matriculated through, I'm not seeing any Alabama. Florida, you know, that's I'm what not, you worried about. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that you always have to come through a pedigree, but I am saying like, hey, uh, you know, man, if you can play, you can play. You can you play, know? you can play. You can play, you can play. What I'm saying is, you have to read. Okay, so you have a core with no number one, true number one. I mean, uh, DJ DJ Moore is a number one. I'm talking about a number one in the top 50 athletes of the NFL. Or the top 100. Nobody makes the list. Justin did, but... (laughs) Justin did. I'm talking about to throw to. I mean, I I think DJ could be that. It was just he was in a place where there was no media coverage. He didn't have a a stable quarterback. But he still got 1,000 yards every year. So you get somebody that's a little bit more, uh, more assistant and uh, consistent, and then the way he get yak off this scheme, it can turn him into a top one hundred type player. Six feet two ten, born nineteen ninety seven. DJ Moore, sixty three receptions, eight hundred eighty eight receiving yards, seven TDs last year. That is his stat. He had a long one of sixty two, average fourteen point one yards per catch. Um, getting thrown the ball by somebody we just cut. True enough. <laughs> Our first round pick, not yeah. bad, out of Maryland. Pick number 24. Uh, so he is the person, right? He's the guy. And um, hopefully they have good success. And a solid running back. I think, like, uh, I think, let me just give you a whole breakdown. All right. So you got your, you got the first thing, the strongest suit was our running. So, you know, we got Khalil Herbert. We right. picked up Dante Former, who would have been a thousand yard back from Carolina, but he played, he came into the league. He wasn't starting. So he started later in the year and still like got like 909. Right. Um, we got Roshan, uh, Roshan Johnson, who's the backup of Bijan Robinson in, in Texas. And if you hear, if you listen to anybody from Texas, they're like, bro, he could have played, started anywhere in the country. He decided to stay and be behind Bijan, and he's probably, according to our staff, the Bears staff, he's one of the leaders of this team already as a rookie and a running back per se. He's he can, and he's a pretty much all around running back. So and the general consistency around the whole Chicago land area is by the time. This year is over. Don't be surprised if he's starting because that's just how good he is. So you got like three. You definitely got three solid running backs in yeah. the backfield. You just got you just pay um Cole Komet, which is he's arguably not even arguably he's a top ten uh, tight end in the in the um in the league. Then you yeah. picked up Robert Tanya from um Green Bay, who's also a pretty good tight end, especially catching and um had his best years in this offense. Yes, it was with Aaron Rodgers, but it was still in his offense. <laughs> but um, you got him, and then we also picked. We stole Milady, Mercedes Lewis too, so we got a lot of green paper. <laughs> that's, that's Bears right now. We also got the OC Luke Getsy, who we not all the way sold on. 
So um, it's just a lot of things. That's just the offensive side, and then you look at the defensive side. Uh, to me, I'm more I'm the most confident ever I've been in this secondary that I've been in years. The secondary is gonna be for real. Um, Kyler Gordon down there in the nickel now. He looks like he should have been there there his whole time. Tyreek Stevenson, who we just drafted, looked like he's gonna be our number two. Got a lot of upside. Don't be surprised if he's leading in rookies and interceptions. Um, Jalen Johnson, uh, um, he's very consistent um, for the most part, but um, he's in the contract year, so he's going to be trying to make some splash plays so he can get paid. Eddie Jackson did finally woke up, had about six. Um, I believe he had about six interceptions before he went down and got hurt. And you know, we got the uh, the second year guy, Jabron Brisker at safety. He hit everything that moved, and he's always around the ball. Yeah. And then we upgraded uh, the linebacker core. We got TJ, uh, I mean Tremaine Edmonds from uh, who's twenty five from the Bills. Very young, nice up and coming dude to replace Roquan. Um, he fits in the scheme more, so that's why a lot of people's like, I don't know if you better Roquan. It's not about who's better. It's because we changed the scheme, and that's why Roquan didn't look like Roquan when he was here because he was a different scheme. Right. So we send him away to a scheme that he's better in. That's gone. We also got a dude that was in the Super Bowl right next to him, uh, the uh, linebacker and TJ Edwards. So he's going to hold it down. They're both going to hold it down. Then we also still got Jack Sanborn, who we had last year. So, and they picked up Noah Sue from Oregon. So the defense, the only question that we really have about that's really concerned is the D line, but we picked up Yannick and Godway, who's on it. Edge, uh, Walker from the Titans, uh, Demarcus Walker from the Titans, got Nate Billings, uh, Justin Jones is still there, and then we picked up two D tackle from Florida, Dexter Walker, and another one from South Carolina, uh, Zach Pickens, who's been both been showing and improving throughout training camp and preseason. So, hey, we got we got young veterans, every young and veterans everywhere. So, um, don't don't sit there. I hear a lot of people comparing us to like the Eagles. We're not the Eagles. We did not win eight games last year. We're not the Eagles. And don't expect us to just shoot up. Now, my on a good year, I, like if everything goes well and I expect them to come out how they expect, they can win 10 games. Hmm. But I won't be surprised if it's seven or a seven and, and nine or an eight and eight season. I won't be surprised. And that's not bad. All right. All right. I was going to ask that. It's going to be eight and eight or nine and seven. I have best case scenario for the Bears going 10 and six. Tennis, I think that eight and eight is probably their lane. Uh, but I think 10 and six is probably what they're going to settle on. But if they turn it around and they get hot, because sometimes you can just click at the right time. Yeah, and then that's another thing. Like, I think this big misconception is like, oh, they won three games last year, bro. All them games after week six was one, and I'd even pretty much every game we went in this season was one score games. Mm-hmm. And we, you, know, you probably lost it on the last drive, so we could have been a seven and eighteen easily, but it just the, the curfew didn't crumb our way, so. It is what it is, but like I just don't think we, it's this big misconception that we was terrible. Like we traded Khalil Mack, we traded Roquan, we traded um there. I can't think of this name. He got bad hairline, but um, <laughs> but we traded him to Philly, which happened to be a good thing because he ain't done nothing since. Um, but and he's in he's in a, a, having some outside of 
football issues too. <laughs> so we dodged the bullet with that. But like, if we just kept them, there was no way we were just going to win three games. No. Even and then while trading them, we were still competitive. We found our stride in the offense. It was pretty much the defense that was getting scored on, and while we lost most of them games, so. I, I, that's one thing I want to get people out of the head. We're not a three-win team, real realistically. Yeah, that's how it, it came out towards last year, but realistically, we're not that. We shall see. We shall see, though. It's definitely we shall see. Justin, hey, I, I expect you to do things, but, hey, I'm calling it how I see it, and especially after this last preseason game, you're going to have to be coming out sharp because you was tripping. Justin, my word of advice, ball out this season. And if the Bears don't get you any help, request a trade. Hey, he can honestly, after we gave him help. This is help. This, this is plenty of help. This is a, this is a nice little. This is a nice. Like, little. He really ain't have nothing. If, if it don't work out, I mean, we can maybe blame the O-line. That's another concern I'm still concerned on. Um, Tevin Jenkins out for the first four games. So I'm, I'm a little worried about that. Um, Nate Davis is... He even had a little weird training camp. We just heard from Flu said it was a mixture between injuries and other problems, other yeah. issues. And I'm like, okay, what's the other issues? Like, we just paid you $30 million. Uh, I don't need no issues. So I'm a little, I'm, I'm not sold on a, a line. Yeah, we got the Ricky out there moving Lucas Packers to the center. Um, Cody right here to the left guard. Um, and, you know, we got our rookie, our second year dude at left tackle. Braxton hope that he's he didn't improve because that bum brush was killing him last year. But yeah, that's pretty much the main concerns right now is the lines. Both the lines. Both the lines. I like it. I like it. Steve O, I appreciate you, brother. Where can they connect with you, my man? Hey man, follow me on Steve O Speaks for Everything. Bears is about to start. So make sure y'all tune this to Bears Central. I'm gonna be there every game. Y'all just check me. I'm gonna be hey, I'm gonna be losing my mind. It's my favorite time of the year. Hey, y'all forgive me for what y'all see, because like I said, Bears, they can mess my whole week up. That's they how can. much I love football. So, And, and we're going to put more Lou Young videos than other people if they start doing this. <laughs> if you want to keep seeing the best podcast, CBNK Show, because it is what it is, you know what you got to do? Hit the notification button right now. C-B-M-K. www.cbnkglobal.store, Instagram, cbnk33, cbnk underscore global. It is what it is, underscore show, where it goes down. TikTok, CBK Globe. <laughs> I think we're on Tumblr. CBK underscore global. My gosh, everywhere. All you got to do is put it in Google. You'll find it. But until next time, guys. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.